This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We got Colorado State in Colorado this weekend. Okay, so Colorado is a massive favorite. 23 and a hook. Coach Prime doing his thing. But earlier this week, this is a rivalry game. Earlier this week, on the radio, Rams head coach Jay Norvell decided to take a random shot at Coach Prime, saying this, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. Why would you do this? Why? So then, Coach Prime finds out about it and responds in this way. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready, trying to get out here and be the best coach I could be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that they said about us. Talk to us. Once again, uh, talk to us. why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts up, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, they unmasked around and made it what? It was just going to be a good game. They unmasked around and made it personal. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they unmasked around and made it personal. <laughs> I love it. And he's right. He is right. Why would you do this? Colorado is going to win by 45 now. Why in they're going to win by 80. Why in the world would you give a guy like Coach Prime ammunition who already, I think, football acumen aside, can we all agree that regardless of the fact that I think he absolutely knows what he's doing, he's a master motivator. Guys respond to him no matter what. He's already got these guys playing at a high level. And Jay Norvell decides to give Dion ammunition like he was talking about as a 23-and-a-half point dog. Dude, what are you doing? Colorado is going to smash Colorado State this weekend. And this was unprovoked, too. It would be yeah. one thing if Deion Sanders said something first, but he didn't. Like, there was nothing in the air that called for this, but yet Jay Norvell decided oh. that this was a good idea, uh, idea. And I think the worst part of this was he prefaced this by saying, and I don't care who hears this. I don't care if he hears it. Yeah. Really? So, like, he doubled down on this. Like, it's not something that he said in an aside that, like, he didn't mean to really direct towards Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. He said, I don't care if he hears this. Because when you heard this quote, you're like, uh-oh, did somebody catch him on, like, a hot mic? No person yeah. in their right mind would ever say this. But this is what he chose to do. So now he has made his bed, and he has to lie on it uh, to the tune of probably getting smoked by 40 points. Jenks, from a betting standpoint, mm -hmm. everyone and their mom, including me, a mom, will be on this game. <laughs> yes. I will be on Colorado laying the points. Do you ever see a play and it almost looks too obvious? Because I was on this before all the barbs were traded yeah. back and forth. Because uh, I do think the Colorado offense has the firepower to cover a big number, especially at home. Now they have the extra motivation. Does it seem too obvious? It does. It does. Remember, it is a rivalry game. I know when you think of great rivals in college football, you don't think Colorado State, Colorado. I get that. But they clearly do not like each other. That's how rivalries work. And so when you are talking about a rivalry game, then sometimes you say, well, okay, is this number too big? 
But Colorado State is not a good football team. And again, if Dion has a chance to take his foot off the gas late, I don't think he's going to do it. Maybe before he would have and said, oh, let's put in my second string. Let's get these guys some, some run here. Get them some experience. Not now. If he has a chance to score late, he's going to do it. And you know what? I don't blame him. So it may look obvious, but I'd be on Colorado too. Yeah, this is like pissing off Nick Saban in his prime, which I'm not going to get into that conversation if Nick Saban's fallen Mm -hmm. off. But you remember the days when Alabama was absolutely dominant. And if you said one thing about Nick Saban or Alabama, even if you didn't, remember when he called the members of the media, like people who were shelling out rat poison? He was like, oh, don't listen to the media. It's (laughs) basically rat poison. And the media's like, what? We picked you to win the SEC and win every single game. It's like, yeah, you're the problem. Telling us we're good? Yeah, I'm going to motivate my troops with this. It's like, all right, Nick. Uh, this feels like the level huh. that it's reaching with Deion Sanders. Because, again, this was unprovoked. Yes. So imagine if Colorado keeps winning games. There will be other opponents that decide to do this. Because what I don't get is, again, the basis for being a good trash talker is Mm -hmm. having something to back it up with. Do you think Jay Norvell has some kind of confidence in his squad where he thought this was a good idea? Yeah. I think what he was trying to do is motivate his own guys by saying something to the effect of, we do things the right way, and we're going to show that. Or something to that effect. That was the implication, right? This is what my mother taught me. We're a different type of football team. We show respect. But it came off clearly as a direct shot, and it was a direct shot. I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to justify Norvell's, like what his thought process was. Were you just, did you just lose sight of the fact that you were on the radio? Did you mean for this to come off one way and and it came off another way? I don't know. If you wanted to take a shot and motivate the other team, this is this is beyond bulletin board material. This is beyond. This is not like saying something in a press conference. It's just going right at someone. I have no idea what he was doing. Well, and it was personal. Like, doesn't it seem like a directly personal quote about Deion Sanders, yeah. the way he carries himself? Maybe he thought, okay, we are not going to outswag Colorado because nobody mm-hmm. outswags Deion Sanders the way that he has that program going. Uh, so maybe they were going for a hard turn the other direction. Be like, oh, we value respect mm-hmm. and doing things the right way. Like, you're not West Point. Like, you're not going <laughs> to do that either. So you ended up just looking stupid and mean. And now you're going to be on the other side of a brutal beatdown. So I will be placing my money on Colorado. Do you think that's enough to base a bet on? Yes, I do. With a lot of coaches, maybe not. But in a rivalry game, and look look at the context here. First of all, it's a rivalry mm-hmm. game. Second of all, you're talking smack to someone who already says, what does Deion say? I keep receipts. I keep receipts. He will remember this. Yeah, also, clearly. A, yeah, and it's a night game in Boulder. Every single factor points to the fact that this could just be an absolute blowout. So motivation is a thing. You can't really quantify it. But here, I don't know I don't know how many points this is worth, but maybe a touchdown. Seriously, when you say something like this to a guy who is already trying to prove everyone wrong, and it's a direct personal shot, that's the thing. Like he was saying that soundbite. It's one thing to take a shot at a rival school, we prefer this. And, uh, we don't like Boulder, all those weed heads. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but when you take a personal shot at Dion and 
his being, and this is who Dion is, it's who Coach Prime has always been. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised the number didn't move, frankly. I bet it does. When we see like the casual bettors putting in their bets yeah. on Saturday morning, I bet this number does move. So if you do like it, go ahead and lock it in. Because mm -hmm. in the first two weeks, we saw Deion Sanders calling out people for doubting him, and none of those were personal. That was just members of the media saying, yes. hey, you've got a new program that you've got to basically build from scratch because all these guys transferred away. It might be a steep climb. And he took that personally. So now when you are insulting the way that he carries himself, it exactly is personal. Uh, so I think that this is a team that even if you take this away from mm -hmm. whatever was going on in the game, Colorado's offense is so dynamic that it feels like they can put 40 points on these type of opponents because yeah. I think that's what it boils down to me. It's not just the motivation factor here. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that Colorado has an offense that's very dynamic, even against that Nebraska defense. Don't know if you watched that game, but Nebraska's defense looked pretty solid in the first half. Uh, kept them around. It's just the, the, the turnovers on the offensive side of the ball really crippled them. But if Colorado can make those explosive plays against a good defense like Nebraska – what do you think they're going to do to Colorado State, who just gave up, let me check, mm, 50 points to Washington State? Oh. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I don't think anyone thinks it's going to be pretty. It's going to be gross. By the way, we'll say it one more time, Colorado laying 23 and a half points, total set at 60 and a hook in Boulder on Saturday night. Last night, we did have some college football. In case you're curious, number 22, Miami, rips Bethune Cookman, 48 to 7. Bethune-Cookman covers the 53-and-a-half-point <laughs> spread, which is absolutely asinine. The under hits with the total set at 62-and-a-hook. Tyler Van Dyke, 247 yards, two touchdowns, plays only the first half. Hurricanes are 3-and-0. This Saturday, no real games between top 25 teams. So when you look at some of the better games on the schedule, we've got a few listed here. Any of these tickle your fancy there, Chelsea? From a betting standpoint, I hate the slate this weekend. Do I you? feel like there are very few games that I actually like, but we do need to at least mention the Tennessee-Florida game. Yeah. That's a big one, especially here in Nashville. I think a lot of people don't realize this, but Tennessee and Florida are big rivals. These used to be the two um, heads of state when it came to the SEC East. You've got to remember those games in which they had Peyton Manning on the Tennessee Still couldn't beat Florida. Yeah. And Florida has absolutely owned Tennessee. Tennessee has not won in Gainesville since 2003. But if you look at this game on paper, the talent advantage certainly goes to Tennessee. Florida has looked like a team that is lacking high-end talent. You can say, oh, Graham Mertz has a high completion percentage all you want. But still, he does not have the top-end talent like, mm, I don't know, somebody like Anthony Richardson. So if Tennessee yeah. finally gets that offense going which they've had some issues in the first two games of the season. I don't think this one's going to be close, but it is a rivalry game. And usually these games play a mm -hmm. little closer. I remember watching the Florida-Georgia game. It was probably 10 years ago. Florida was okay. having a terrible year. Their coach was going to get canned. Somehow they still beat Georgia. That's a rivalry game. It feels like everything's yeah. off the table. So for that reason, I think I would lean towards the points in Florida at home. You know, I I go back and forth on this because I'm with you. Graham Mertz is not the answer quarterback for no. Florida. And yet, money has trickled in on the Gators. I know when yeah. you look at it, you say, smash spot for Tennessee. 
Maybe that happens, but this is one of those fishy lines where I looked at, I'm like, oh, you crush, you crush the vols here. You just throw down the money on the vols, let them roll. But I'm not quite so sure. This is one of those games where, again, rivalry game in Florida, Gainesville, mm -hmm. and it's been a long time since Tennessee has won outright there. I think this is a stay away for me. I'll just watch the game, but something doesn't quite seem right. I think it could be closer than people think. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.